Ah, this is Isaac. I feel drawn to talk about something that I just was talking about with my wife. It was a conversation about our kids and the fact that we homeschool. And I was homeschooled personally from kindergarten until graduation. I went to kindergarten and then my mom was in that era when homeschooling was something that was new and she decided that she wanted to homeschool us. It was mostly for religious purposes because she didn't like secular schooling, which I was just a kid. I didn't think about it that way. At first I was like, wait, I won't have as many friends. I still had lots of friends that I played with and there was a few close friends that I still have to this day. And the ones that don't stay with you, they can still be your friends when you meet up again. Those are the ones that are like, wow, you you still know this person? Of course, I still stay in touch with them. I still ask them how they're doing and they'll tell me how they're doing and I'll tell them and it's the kind of friend that you can pick up right where you left off. I've heard that saying many times from everywhere. And my wife was, Anna was talking about how she didn't know sometimes if she was doing alright for the kids. And it's one of those things that Hi, Luke. I know. I'm doing my podcast right now. Can you let me do this first? <laughs> that was my youngest. Lucas. <laughs> I don't even think that I'll worry about that in editing it out because that's just me. I, I have three beautiful children and my beautiful daughter. She's the oldest, Delia. And I'll introduce them at some point. Like, I just introduced Lucas, and I told him, hold on, because i got to get back on topic. <laughs> talking about homeschooling. She didn't think that she was doing good enough. She's always had a doubt, like, oh, no, what if I'm not teaching the kids enough? And then she had a comparison to herself and me, because I was homeschooled, she was public schools her whole life, and she was really good at it. At first, she was completely terrified to go to school. She got a stomach ache every morning that she would have to go to school because she was just homesick. She didn't want to leave. Me, personally, I did the same things in kindergarten. After a few weeks, I was perfectly fine. I was completely ready to go to school whenever. And then if I was sick, I obviously wouldn't feel like going. And I believe that there's nothing wrong with public schools because a lot of families have to work. A lot of families have to have a way that their children can be watched after while they work while they do everything that's necessary to provide for their families um, it makes me think about the differences between Anna and myself we both came from exact opposite. She was an honors student. I was a homeschooled child organically learned through 
life choices and we talked about how she has a real problem right out of high school we met before her graduation and she was afraid of authority she was afraid of her first job we actually worked at the same Arby's together and we were the strongest team that the Arby's had ever known the manager was like wow you guys work really well together and I was like yeah I'm like well we trust each other and we know each other's ups and downs and likes and dislikes and <laughs> I've never had a problem with authority and Anna told me she's like actually you do she's like you have a real problem with listening to authority I do have a problem with authority in the sense that when you're out of high school fresh out the one thing that school does teach you there's lots of all the things that it teaches you are I wouldn't consider them bad, but I'd consider them outdated. They teach you that you have to bow to authority, the teachers, and the right teachers don't. They don't ever think that they're completely over their kids because the kids are learning. It's all a new experience to them. But I've personally never liked if somebody feels like they are superior to me. If they are, I'll be like, wow, that's really cool information. I'll take it. But I've had people try to overpower me with, oh, I'm your elder. I'm older than you. You have to do exactly what I say. Mm, bullshit. I do not agree with that because I have no problem with law, law enforcement. I've <laughs> There's many occasions where I've been pulled over for speeding. Not extremely speeding, but enough that the cop pulled over and said, Do you know how fast you were going? And I'd be like, Actually, officer, I have no idea. This is where I'm heading, and I wasn't even thinking. I was just cruising along at where I felt comfortable. And he's like, Okay. And I've never received a ticket, because every time I've ever been pulled over, it has been for an honest mistake. And I just tell the officer, I'm sorry. I did not realize how fast I was going and I've never received an actual ticket. I received a failure to obey a stop sign once because I did a rolling stop with the cop trying to pull me and Anna over for uh, speeding. I was doing 45 and a 30 and instead of anything because it was a really bad day I was arguing with my parents, and that's another podcast entirely. And I just told him. He pulled over, and I said, How you doing, officer? And he's like, I'm doing okay. He's like, How are you doing? Because it probably was on my face how mad I was. And I was like, Not that good. I said, I'm just having a really crazy day. He's like, Okay. He's like, Do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, Well, probably because I ran the I rolled through the stop sign he's like no he's like you were doing a 45 and a 30 and I was like jeesh I'm like I didn't even realize and he said okay he's like well I gave him my license and registration and he went and checked it all out and he said no he's like I don't I see you have a completely clean record and 
I'm not going to give you a ticket to put a mark on your license or anything. He's like, I'm just going to give you a failure to obey the stop signs, which is basically just a fine. And I think it was $120 at the time. And I was like, wow. I'm like, thank you, officer. And he's like, no problem. He's like, you guys have a better day. He's like, don't let it get you down. And he was a, it was good advice. (laughs) And everything led up to be better with that. But Anna has always been timid and she's conquering it now. She's moved past having a problem with talking back if she does not agree with somebody's biased opinion. If somebody's coming at her with, this is how it is, she can now respectfully give her own opinion and say that I'm not going to I don't have the same opinion as you. You can have that opinion. That is yours to hold on to. But I do not believe it. She's always... And now she can confront people with that. And some people have a really big problem with that. Like, how can you not believe this? We all are individuals. And we have our own opinions on it. So I do have a problem with respect, I guess you would say. If somebody doesn't respect me... It goes hand in hand with, I don't need to hang out or talk with that person. I've had people follow me around like, I guess you'd say just puppy dogs. They just are like, followed me around and want to talk and then I'll talk with them for a minute and they would just be like, well, we just wanted to tell you that you, (laughs) we were following you because we think you're a cool guy. That was at a concert once. And I only went to the concerts, the people that were playing that I wanted to hear. And other than that, I just walked around and hung out. And when I talk to people when I'm gaming or when I'm out at a store, all I have to do is look at somebody. And if you look somebody really in the eyes, which most kids have a problem looking into an adult's eyes because they feel like, oh no, that's an elder. I cannot compete with that. I do not agree. I'm teaching my kids and Anna and I have always explained to them, always look somebody in the eye. When you need to talk to them, you need to look in the eye. And if you can't, just try to look at their eyes to show them that you're there, that you're hearing what they're saying. The eyes are the gateway to the soul, and if you lock eyes with somebody for more than 10 seconds, crazy stuff can happen. It's completely amazing when you actually look somebody in the eyes. I haven't had a policeman yet on any of the occasions that can hold a stare with anybody, because I think they probably feel the same way, like, whoa, why is this guy looking in my eyes? I'm I'm looking at you because you're talking to me. (laughs) And... Uh, I have an example of, I was at a college town, not far from where I am right now, and I was 18, I believe, (laughs) and we were hanging out with a friend at college, and we were down on a river edge, and there was geese, (laughs) And there was kids feeding the geese. And me and my friends, we were throwing stones. And we were way down from them. 
and the guy across the river thought that the kids and us were throwing stones at the geese because they had a, a nest right there, but the kids were feeding the geese little pieces of bread. And the guy across the street called the cops on us. And the cop showed up, I don't know, 10 minutes later, and all of my friends freaked. They were like, whoa, they're like, what is a policeman doing here? Like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, I'm like that guy across the river probably called the cops on us thinking we were attacking the geese. And the officer came up and I met him halfway and I said, how you doing, officer? And he's like, hey, he's like, we're getting a report of, uh, I guess you'd say animal abuse. And I was like, oh, no. I said, I know what you're going to say. And he's like, yeah, I'm like the guy across the river. And I explained everything that was going on. And he goes, oh. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, he called the kids up and said, kids, he's like, don't don't feed the geese right now because the guy across the river thought that you guys were trying to hurt him. I was like, no. I'm like, my grandfather was in the gaming commission for a long time, like close to 30 years, I believe. And I was like, no, we're not, we're not breaking any violations. And he didn't know what to do because the guy across the river was just losing his mind. He was yelling and screaming and the officer just ignored him. Cause after explaining what was going on, he was like, Whoa, he's like, this was blown out of proportion extremely. And he's like, just try to not be near the geese anymore. And I was like, all right, officer. I'm like, no problem. And my friends were like, wow. They're like, well, how do you you do that? I just, we didn't have anything to hide. When you're completely truthful on something, you're not going to be afraid. <laughs> and I like to ask anyone, if you ever had a question about yourself and the way you react to authority, because who's an authority to you? Technically... A policeman doing a routine traffic stop is completely within his rights to ask you to do something. <laughs> and you shouldn't resist because what do you have to hide? If you do have something that's technically illegal, obviously you're going to be afraid. And you're going to be like, oh crap. And you'll take the fine and be like, okay. And that's a whole nother topic with authority because... <laughs> some things can be abused and there'll always be somebody that is in a place of authority a policeman uh, a judge anyone in a place of authority can abuse their power because we're all human beings and <laughs> to say that a judge does not have any character flaws or is a flawless person is almost impossible because nobody is perfect so that's why I have a problem with authority. If I see something that isn't just, I automatically feel a need to defend the person that's being unjustly treated. And <laughs> it's gotten me into trouble on a few occasions. But I've always been able to confront anyone. It doesn't matter their age. A child of a day old. A adult of 90 years old I do not give respect unless respect is given first I always am respectful to everyone but if they are not respectful in turn kind I don't worry about it I'm just like 
have a nice day. <laughs> There's no reason to keep somebody if they're just having a bad day and angry. And then those people before have come back and found me later on and said, I'm really sorry, I was having a bad day, this and this was going on, and hey, that's no problem. I completely understand. Everyone has a bad day sometimes. And the whole homeschooling aspect of it, I just love the fact that I was allowed to organically learn. I didn't have a problem with going to kindergarten. I made a lot of friends, and I still know some of them this day, and some of them I don't. It's like school. I mean, sometimes you're going to go separate paths, and you'll never think about that person again. And then you meet people that you can always talk to no matter what, no matter where they are. You just say, hey, how you doing? And it's like, boom, you're best friends again. You never were best friends. You just hadn't talked to them in a while. They figure out what they're doing and they let you know and then you figure out what you're doing and you let them know, hey, this is what I'm doing right now. I have so many trained <laughs> thought processes towards schooling and homeschooling. I just believe that it's outdated. Public schools now teach you something that was taught decades ago. I mean, everyone learns in their own way. If you try to put it inside a box, every person's going to view <laughs> the inside of that box differently. They're going to draw their own images. They're going to use their imagination in their own way. And that can't be cultivated with the exact cookie cutter routine. I am severely dyslexic, and it never stopped me from doing everything that I was asked to do in school. Like, you had to have your proof of you were learning reading, writing, and math. <laughs> and I have always struggled with certain things because of my dyslexia, but it's never stopped me, and my mother wasn't ever afraid to be like, guess who was dyslexic? Guess who was dyslexic? And I was like, well, that's cool. I'm like, I wonder how they learned. There's been <laughs> talk about the two sides, because the people that do not view in a 50-50 view of homeschooling or organic learning or cyber school, there's like different avenues for everything. It's just the fact that the cookie cutter system that is here today makes kids fear their teacher, especially the principal. If you are misbehaving, you're going to the principal's office. And then the principal can expel the child from school. I've never talked to or met a person that got expelled from school that wasn't happy that they had a break for a while. And then they were mad because they had to make it up in summer school. Instead of asking, why are you acting up so bad? You have to get to the bottom of it. Because not every kid is going to be the same. I can't... I hated testing because I was like, oh no, I only have this much time to do a hundred questions and most of them are reading questions. I'm not a super fast reader. I don't know if I'll be able to get it done. And technically, some people are like that. My kids... 
are learning by leaps and bounds and I will brag about it because I'm super excited to see my kids grow into the perfect people that they already are like kids get such a stigma that oh you're not people you're children I remember watching that from the little rascals and I watched it with the kids and we laughed and we loved the movie and they were like what do they mean and I was like well how did the guy in the bank treat them he said you're not people you're children and that one line moved me to new heights of talking to the kids I was like a lot of adults do not view their children or children in general as people they just see them as kids you're just kids I've learned so much from my children that there I will never stop learning I will never stop growing just watching my kids and listening to them and all that they like to do I would like to hear anyone's feedback on the situation because I know there's always a person's opinion and I love opinions. I love hearing what somebody has to say. And homeschooling is probably not for everyone. Public schools probably not for everyone. Cyber school may not be for everyone, but an unbiased opinion is a real thing I'm never afraid to talk if somebody has a question for anything if they ask my opinion of something I will give it to them completely from my perspective And if I don't have an opinion on something, I'll just think about it. I'll meditate. I'll, if you call it prayer, meditation. I call it meditation because I've always done that since I was a child. Being homeschooled allowed me to meditate whenever I wanted to. I would go out and climb the mountain, run to the creek, run to the river. It didn't matter. I would just go and I would sit and I would be alone to think about everything that was going on Anna used to do that and I think they called it uh, I don't even remember it was like lunch but not lunch study hall I think she called it that's when her and her friends used to just relax and be like oh excuse me I burped uh, they would go to study hall and that was their time to just let go and just hang out and It didn't allow them a lot of time to reflect because they weren't alone. And that's a huge difference. I tell my kids, if they're ever angry or upset with me or mommy, they can just tell us and say, hey, mommy, daddy, we've got a problem with this. And we'll be there to explain what's going on with it. I'll use that for another podcast. But this one is totally an open discussion towards what people think of public schools the pros the cons everything that they your opinion is the people in general I love to know how many people feel the same way about 
organically learning, just letting your kids do things. You can teach them the language of our civilization. We speak English, that complicated language that we wanted to be different with. And then you teach them math so that they can do things mathematically. The reading, that comes naturally because once you learn your ABCs, it's all downhill from there. You just learn it. And kids love reading. It's just that when they're forced to do something that they didn't themselves pick out, that they they get confused about it. They're like, well, I don't really care about this book, but I'm told to read it, so I have to read it. And then it gives them a feeling of, oh, I don't really like to read that much because I wasn't really into that book about poetry or history or science, anything that a kid has to read. It's making it fun and letting them pick out the type of science that they want to hear. I will have a new topic as soon as I feel it. My podcasts will be when I'm feeling and thinking about them. I would love to hear from everyone and anyone that wants to have me give a completely 50-50 perspective on a thought that they have, a view that they have, and I'll, I'm non-biased. I am completely equality on everything. Because everyone is allowed to have their own opinions. It doesn't have to be a cookie cutter. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys later.